Hello and welcome to the Motivation Method podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation, which you can find at trinitytransformation.co.uk. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the curse of cardio. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Motivation Method podcast. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about cardio. But Ben, why don't you explain to the audience what cardio actually is? Because it, this whole podcast is going to be pointless if we just talk about this thing. But you might be thinking, that doesn't re- relate to me. That doesn't relate to what I do. And it might well be relating to you. So Ben, what what are the kinds of cardio? So when we say cardio, we're basically referring to... Well, cardio, first of all, if you don't already know, if you're listening to this is short for cardiovascular exercise. So it's exercise which is designed to improve your cardiovascular system, which I would, is that heart and lungs together, Rob? I'm not sure. Is that heart and and lungs combined? But basically your kind of fitness in terms of your heart and lungs. Um, Things that do this are those things that generally elevate your heart rate. So, you know, classes at the gym, body pump, uh, Zumba, uh, circuits, classes, all of those kind of things, um, or using cardio machines at the gym. So go to the gym, you do a rowing machine, you do a run on the treadmill, you do the cross trainer, even just going out for a run, going out for a bike ride. But the kind of exercise which is designed to get you out of breath, sweaty, and get your heart rate going. Yeah, it's quite simple, I guess. It's like the primary focus is, um, <clears throat> is getting out of breath rather than maybe, I don't know, uh, pumping your muscles up or making your muscles tired so it's, if, if it's something that the focus is getting out of breath then I guess it's cardio right yeah well, that's how I would count it anyway that's pretty much it if it gets your heart pumping well thing is you'll get your heart pumping with other types of exercise but if the only thing that happens is you get your heart pumping and you get out of breath and you get sweaty then you've done a cardio workout I was going to be really annoying there and be like your heart's already pumping <laughs> Hopefully, otherwise it you're is, dead. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I think they, they know what you mean. So that's what cardio is. So as Ben said, he gave you a load of examples there. Um, but the reason we've called this the curse of cardio, for those listening, is because we see so many people come into our program programs and kind of they're struggling and they're doing loads and loads of cardio and yet nothing's changing. And... This is the curse of cardio, and there's a lot of reasons behind it. So today we're going to try and explain why cardio may not actually be the solution to your problem if you want to lose weight, if you want to get fitter, healthier, leaner, um, slimmer, and feel better about yourself. Cardio probably isn't actually the solution. So Ben, why don't you explain to the listeners like what what kind of reasons these could be? Just, just start with one. I know there's a few. Okay. Okay. Uh... Before I explain what's wrong with cardio, I want to go into the the positives of it because it does actually have a place. We're not saying that um, cardio is evil and it's going to, you know, you should avoid it at all costs. It may be the most important type of exercise that you do, but that's all dependent on what you want to achieve. So the first thing you need to ask yourself before you start any exercise program or weight loss program is what do you actually want to achieve? from all of the effort and the work that you're going to be putting in because it's a big investment of time of effort of energy of money so you've got to figure out first of all what do you want to achieve 
if you want to be good at cardio, if you want to go to your cardio class and be um, the best person in the class, if you want to do a half marathon, if you want to do a cycle race, if you want to do a rowing competition, if you want to do a CrossFit competition or whatever it is, cardio is probably going to be quite an important component of your training plan. But you need to get clear on what you want to achieve because if if it's that's not what you want to achieve, if you don't care about being the best person in your class in terms of, you know, you come first in all the exercises, if what you want to achieve is you want to either get stronger, you want to gain muscle, you want to tone up, you want to lose fat, then cardio might not be the best type of exercise for you to do for a number of different reasons. Um, yeah, in fact, it's probably the worst kind, not the worst. Well, is there anything worse? No exercise, if you're gonna exercise is worse. Yeah, no exercise is always the worst. And if you if you want to improve the way your body looks, cardio is probably the worst the worst approach you can take exercise wise. Yeah, and if you're losing your shit and listening to this, oh, I should have said mind. <laughs> already made it explicit. If you're losing your mind and listening to this or hearing this already, stick around because we will explain why. Like this is a this is a scientific explanation. There is reasons why this isn't some like hype. Um but it has been, I've, I think it's been drilled into people for a long time that cardio is like the fat burning thing to do. Well, I don't know what you think, Ben, but I still think maybe HIT is like the new thing people think, but HIT is a form of cardio, H-I-I-T as well. I it think is. it's been drilled into people now that that's, that's how you lose fat. Just one of those common misconceptions, isn't it? I think one of one thing people get mixed up with is that they think that sweating, somehow they're like sweating fat out of their body if they sweat. Well, there's that quote, isn't there? There's like the sweat. What is it? The meme. Sweat, sweat is your, your fat, fat crying. crying or something. Yeah. Lies. But um, I mean, it. It. I wouldn't say on the face of it, it's not a stupid approach to do cardio because you think, well, it may not seem like one because there is. We all. Well, we know. Me and you. In order to lose yeah. weight, you have to eat less fuel, eat less calories than your body needs. You're not going to lose if you're eating too much food you're going to gain weight regardless of what you do. That's just how it is. So people then see, okay, so I need to reduce my calories. I need to eat less or take in less calories than I'm uh, burning. And then the other side of the equation is, oh, you can either reduce the amount of food you are eating, which some people would like to do. Some people, but other people are like, you know, I actually don't want to reduce the amount of food I'm eating. So what can I do instead? I can try and burn more calories. And in terms of burning calories, Cardio is probably the best exercise you can do to burn a lot of calories in a short period of time. So on the face of it, it seems like, you know, if I do calorie, I'll do some cardio, I'll burn loads of calories and then I'll lose weight because I've burnt the calories. I've, I've changed that energy balance of my body and that's going to give me the results I want to see. But then people can be surprised when they, they do all of that. They think they're doing everything right. On paper, they are doing everything right, but then they still end up stuck not seeing the results they want to see. Yeah, it's really common, isn't it? We see it a lot. And the weirder thing is, I think a lot of the time people see quite a lot of results at the beginning from cardio, so then they then they get more hope that it must be the solution. And we'll explain why this is as well, because quite often with cardio, you get those results at the beginning, and then they kind of, they taper off, they tailor off, and there's a reason why that happens, and then it just becomes harder and harder and harder to see yeah. progress from cardio. So should we get into it? Should we get into why? Because actually, before we do that, Ben and I both do cardio at the moment. So we are not poo-pooing cardio for everything, as Ben said. It just depends what you want. And we'll come back to that because I think that's such an important point. 
Exactly, yeah. I mean, I'm training for now. I'm not training to like lose fat or look good or tone up. When I was training to lose fat and tone up and look really good in the mirror, um, I didn't do any cardio at all. But now I'm training to improve my fitness. Like I said, if you want to be the best person in the class at your cardio class, if you want to be able to ride really far on a bike, if that is the goal you're chasing, then cardio is probably a good idea. But if it's visual... Yeah, if it's your weight or fat or whatever you want to call it, it's not cardio is not probably not the answer you're looking for yeah so let's get into it what's the first reason what's the biggest reason you think well this is kind of all linked so why don't we just yeah, start discussing it what what do you think I'll talk first issue? about um, how what we're trying to achieve here so if you're a person who you're trying to lose weight which means if we go into more specifics you're actually trying to lose body fat so you're trying to lose fat from your body the way that you lose fat from your body is you need you have a certain number of fat cells inside of your body and those fat cells are always being filled up and they're being kind of drained at the same time so if you imagine it's like a i don't know what to call it let's call it a toilet no that's i, I don't want to use a toilet <laughs> as an example let's call it let's call it let's get a nightclub full of people now this one was on a, this was on another podcast i listened to the other day on the joe rogan podcast basically it's like you have this nightclub full of people and the bouncers at the door are letting a certain number of people in and there are also people leaving from a different door. If there are more people going in than are being able to leave, then that club is getting fuller and fuller and fuller. So with your fat cells, if your body is allowing more fat into your fat cells than is exiting from those fat cells, the size of your fat cells increases and the amount of body fat that you have on your body increases. So the thing you need to be able to do to reduce body fat is to get your body to a point where it's signaling to remove more fat from your fat cells than is getting added to those fat cells. All your fat cells then shrink and the amount of fat you have on your body shrinks. And that process really comes down to two different things. So the first thing that process comes down to is not putting too much food into the system. If you put too much food into the system, your body takes those excess calories and it then stores those as fat inside of your fat cells. That's the first thing. So the first thing we need to make sure is we're not eating too much food. Um, and that's going to be able that's going to allow us to lose body fat but the other side of the equation is you you have a number of different hormones inside of your body which signal how the food that you put into your body is used so you put this food into your body you eat whatever it is it could be healthy it could be unhealthy and then your body decides how to use that depending on your hormones so it could either you know it can replenish your muscles stores of energy it can store those extra calories in your liver or it can store those extra calories as fat, depending on the balance of your hormones. So if your hormones are out of balance, you're going to end up storing all the food that you put into your body as fat. So even if you're not eating too many calories, you can still be gaining fat because your hormones are out of balance. So the two things you need to be able to do in order to lose body fat is have your hormones in balance and number two, eat the right amount of food. If you get those two things right, then you're pretty much guaranteed to start seeing results in the mirror. So that's a great explanation, I think. Um, the nightclub thing's really cool. But like, listen to this, if, if I didn't know what I knew, I'd be thinking now, so why, why doesn't cardio work? Because I've got to eat, have the right amount of food or the, the right amount of calories. Can't I just burn something off with that cardio and then I'm at the right amount and then hopefully my hormones are right if I live a healthy life. Yeah. So why so then we... does cardio not work? 
as we said before, if we look at the simple like calories in versus calories out equation, then cardio makes complete sense. You know, you reduce the, you increase the amount of calories your body's burning. You're letting more people, well, you're, um, you're putting less food in to your body, which then you would think would signal to your body to lose fat. The thing that cardio doesn't address though, is the kind of the problem with your hormones, not the problem with the amount of calories you're taking in. So the things that cardio does, um, the way that affects the body, number one is it signals to your body to break down muscles for fuel is the first thing that happens. So if you're doing cardio and you're hardly eating any food, you put this fuel into your body and then your body, when it looks for extra energy, if you're doing a lot of cardio, it will immediately go to your muscles, break down your muscles. So you become less and less and less toned. Um, and you can even increase the amount of fat. It can start storing those calories as fat on your body as it breaks down your muscles. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Mm. And this gets worse with age, right? Because your hormones do shift. Your testosterone yeah. drops, which is not just a male one. That's one we all have. And if your testosterone drops, that's one of the things that's going to cause this to happen, right? It's going to cause your body to start going, I'm going to start breaking down my muscle more and more and more. So someone yeah. who's really young... I think this is an important point because people see like the body coaches transformations and all these hit hit transformations, which is cardio. Um, I know he does weights in some parts of his plan as well. Um, but let's say they look at the first month, which is hit from that, and they're looking at incredible, great transformation, but the person is like 21. It's a young girl or young guy is 21. They may be able to get away with it, right? Maybe their hormone balance means this isn't happening too much with cardio. Well, let's say someone is 45 or 50, their testosterone's already reduced a lot. They then do cardio. What's going to happen then? I'm guessing it's what you just explained. Yeah, so cardio can... Um, the way how cardio affects your hormones is it can also increase your cortisol levels, which is kind of a stress hormone. So when we think of stress, we usually think of, you know, you've had a hard day at work. People have been dropping paperwork on your desk. You've got too much to do. Um, so you end up being stressed. But in terms of the body there's a lot of different things that cause stress so for example if you get an illness you've got cold you're gonna your body's gonna be under more stress if you do loads of really really hard intensive exercise that puts your body under more stress if you don't get enough sleep that puts your body under more stress if you eat loads of unhealthy food that your body struggles to digest and process properly that also puts you under more stress so all of these things added together um, can then increase the levels of stress hormones in your body. And if those stress hormones become ridiculously high, I mean, we've seen clients who were, you know, they, they had really, really busy jobs, for example, um, like they were a chef and they were working like 16 hour days, seven days a week, but doing everything right, theoretically with their workouts, with everything else, with their nutrition, but just because their stress hormones were so high, they weren't able to lose any fat or see any results. So cardio can increase those stress hormones um, and then if the, the balance of your testosterone and those stress hormones, so let's say your testosterone is a bit low because you're, as you're getting older and your stress hormones are really high, if that's out of balance, it's just going to signal to your body, break down the muscles and store all the, all the food coming in as body fat. Yeah. And this, this gets worse. Um, the more cardio you do, if you keep putting on your body under more and more stress. So one big mm. mistake we see, and I had a client doing this last week was, she was adding in, she was, she was thinking our results had kind of slowed down, which is generally a sign you probably need to start eating more for a bit. Um, 
and taking more care of your body. But logically, she thought maybe I should do more. So she started adding in cardio on top of our weights workouts and um, not eating any extra food for it. And then her results completely stopped and she was completely stuck and she was doing this for ages and it it was just making no change. And then when I heard about this, it wasn't a complete surprise because it was, she's not super, super young. She's not like in her twenties, so you can't get away with this. Um, And again, some people can't even get away with it at those ages. We all have different hormone levels. That she's hammering her body. These stress hormones must have been out of control. And then no matter what she did, no matter how much exercise she did, no matter how much additional cardio she did, nothing was changing. So if you relate to this at all, we'll get onto what you can do because there are definitely things you can do. Is You don't have to give up just because you're getting a little bit older. You can increase the hormones that will help you and reduce the ones that will not help you. But the answer is probably not cardio. So, so then there's there's probably more knock-on effects, right, Ben? Of this, so you're you're, you're burning your muscles. Yeah, and that's basically down to your um, the burning of the muscles is down to your um, the imbalance of your hormones, and that all that imbalance of the hormones causes you to break down your muscles for fuel, and also causes you to store more of the food that comes into your body as fat. So that's the first effect. That kind of then has a knock-on effect. Because the the amount of muscle you have on your body is then linked to your metabolism. So you can look at your metabolism. Which a lot of people talk about metabolism, um, you know, saying, oh, you've got a fast metabolism, therefore you can eat whatever you want. Which is kind of true. The faster your metabolism is, the more food you can get away with eating and not putting on weight. And the way metabolism works is basically, um, well, the the way we can influence metabolism is by changing the amount of muscle on your body. So metabolism... It's just how many calories your body burns just doing nothing. So if you take three people and you sit them in a room on a chair, on on chairs all day, each of those people will burn a different amount of calories doing that. And the faster your metabolism, the more calories you burn just, you know, on your in your day-to-day life. Um, there's a certain portion of those calories are taken up by your vital functions. So, you know, making your heart beat, digesting things, um, making your brain function, all of those, all of those kind of organ level processes that go on, take up a certain amount of calories, and then the rest of the calories are taken up by how much muscle mass you have on your body. So the more muscle you have on your body, the more energy your body has to use to maintain that muscle. Muscle is quite an expensive tissue to have on the body. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn generally throughout the day. So as you do more and more cardio, you break down your muscle for fuel, then your metabolism gets slower and slower and slower because as you get less and less muscle. Then as your metabolism gets slower, your hormones are also completely out of balance. Your body then wants to store even more body fat. So it gets worse and worse and worse. Um, and you have to eat even, well, as you kind of said, not it's not just the hormones, you also have to eat less. Yeah. Because of this, so you have to eat less and less and less as your muscle is being burnt, your metabolism is slowing down, right? Yeah. So it's like a law. It's a it's a vicious cycle. You mm. do more cardio, you have to eat less. You do more cardio, you have to eat less. You're losing your muscle, which is what makes you feel firm and toned. So then you go, I better do more cardio because I'm becoming flabbier. And then you're actually making yourself flabbier. So it's yeah, a downward the reason, spiral. The reason your body wants to break down the muscle as well is um, it's because your body's a very clever machine. So if you tell your body that the the thing you need to do daily is go and jog 10 miles every single day do loads and loads of cardio your body's like okay how can we make this more efficient 
and then it decides, okay, if if I'm, if the muscles were smaller, then we would lose, we would use less energy to do these 10 mile runs. So your body decides, okay, we're gonna break down the muscles because then that's gonna make the body more efficient and we're not going to use so much energy for all of this running. Because our bodies are kind of designed for more of a survival situation than what we're in now. We're not designed to have a big fridge full of food and have as much food available as we possibly want. We're designed to kind of, the reason your body stores fat is thinking like, it's thinking like a few weeks ahead. Like, oh, what if no food comes in for a few weeks? I better store all this body fat so I can use this to help me survive. So it's it's trying to help you survive, but in that process, it 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 can mean that you end up gaining a bunch of fat. Um, and as Rob said, the more cardio you do, the less muscle you have, the slower your metabolism gets. Um, and you know, the more body fat you end up putting on despite doing all of this exercise and trying really, really hard. Yeah. You're gaining fat and you're losing muscle. So the thing that makes you lean and toned is having muscle and not having too much body fat. Right. So you're pretty much actually creating the opposite scenario of what people want. So say I want to be toned. I want to be slimmer and then cardio is actually just slowly but surely creating the opposite so i yeah. think we've established that cardio is not going to get you to where you want to be but there there are times that you might do cardio so let's quickly explain that because i think people will be thinking why why would you ever do cardio then this sounds like a pointless endeavor yeah so cardio. I, let's is, come back um, to that for a little bit like why do you do cardio because i know you're doing some now i do cardio because i want to be better at doing cardio that's my goal pretty much. If you want to be good at running, you have to run. If you want to go and do a half marathon, you're going to have to start doing training runs. If you want to go and do a cycle race, you're going to have to start doing cycling. If you want to go and do CrossFit, you're going to have to start going doing CrossFit workouts. Whatever you want to be good at performance-wise, you're going to have to do that exercise in order to be uh, good at it in terms of sports or in terms of cardio. So there's a, there's a big problem here, isn't there, that can happen is like, this is what I see a lot anyway. Yeah, and I, I can't understand why people do it, but a lot of people are tempted to do these things because they want to achieve them, and I understand because I also want to achieve some of these things. Um, but they're doing, in my opinion, probably in the more difficult order because they they're trying to run the long race, hoping it'll get them leaner, which it won't, as we've explained. Yeah, but they're also then having to carry this this load of extra baggage in the form of fat, right? Like yeah. a rucksack. Like let's say you've got a stone, two stone, three stone of extra body fat. That's a heavy load to be carrying around because there's no benefit, is there? There's no benefit from from the fat to your no. running, to your running or to your cycling or to whatever. Swimming is the only one you might get away with a little bit. It makes you less I mean, aerodynamic, but you it float would be a bit beneficial better. if you have to. Let's say you've got to run for a week, then it might be beneficial because all of that extra it. stored fuel. It's like running along with loads of like energy bars. I heard stuck something about the outside this, of your body. I heard it. I listened to a hundred mile ultramarathon runner talk about this this week he said the amount of body the amount of energy you have in body fat so high that even a Mm. runner at four or five percent can do a a week-long race really body fat (laughs) that's interesting they they still need to replenish some of the burnt food but you don't they it's apparently a misconception that you don't actually need much fat stores to survive off so maybe you have to actually run for you know a Um, year yeah (laughs) some people with those few stones eat no food and just run we're not, we're not really uh, recommending that approach, though. No. So, But what Rob was saying, like some people, they do it in a difficult order. The order you decide to do this type of training is really depends on um, what your goal is. 
if your goal is literally your only thing you care about achieving is running a half marathon and not losing any weight during the process, then by all means, go and do loads and loads of running and loads and loads of cardio. And you, you'll probably achieve that half marathon. You might not get the best time if you're carrying a load of extra weight around. Um, but it's also, you're not if you're not training in a way that's going to help you lose body fat, then you may not necessarily lose any body fat at the same time. Yeah. But on that same note, so that's that's exactly right. Like it's if you want to do that and you have no other goals, the challenge comes we see it anyway, when I'm sure you've had this as well, with people they they want two things. So a they lot want of people two goals, yeah. well, we all want a lot. And this is the problem with life. You can't do everything at once. Like you have to have priorities and I think a lot of people struggle when they don't prioritise stuff. So they go on to be I want to lose two stone. I also want to run this marathon. And we deal with, we have to deal with these kind of situations. And it's almost like you can't, you're not going to succeed at both. If you try and hit two targets that are in different directions, which as we've explained, cardio is almost in a different direction to getting leaner. Not many people actually achieve that, especially as they get a little bit older. Then you have to pick one. That's, that's my, my biggest takeaway from this. If you're doing cardio is what do you really want? It's the hardest question in the world. I know, but you've got to say, if I could only have one of these things, what do I want? Do I want to be slimmer, more toned, feel more youthful, be happier in my clothes, um, and just live and love life to the fullest in terms of loving who I am and what I see in the mirror, then cardio is probably not the right answer for you. If you if you really care much more about achieving these cardio events or winning your cardio class, winning in inverted commas, your cardio class at the gym, <laughs> And as you said, by all means do that. I I get this because I try and win my CrossFit workout every day. I won this morning. <laughs> so it's a good feeling. But um to come back to the point that I was saying with you, Ben, like the reason I'm doing cardio, and I'm sure it's similar to you, is I've already built up a lot of muscle, like more as much as I feel like I actually need now. Um and I wanted to try something new basically. So this is why I'm doing CrossFit, which has a big element of cardio. But I'm still lifting weights pretty much every day. And the cra- like the thing is, I'm not really getting more muscle. So this is kind of proving that I may be building some muscle and then burning some muscle through the cardio. My cardio fitness is getting better, but I'm not really going anywhere in terms of my leanness. I'm not get- I've maybe got a tiny bit leaner, but it's more to do with food. I basically stayed where I am physique-wise, but I'm now getting better at cardio. So I'm, again, proof of this conversation. Like I've not gotten much better shape since doing cardio doesn't really achieve that but i have got better at cardio because i already got in shape so my recommendation would be to figure out what you want most and do that first i don't know what you yeah. say to that ben i've kind of uh okay oh, we're kind of in a similar position like me and you rob we both did at uni our, our primary goal was like gain really big muscles have big arms be really strong and look good with our shirt off on the beach kind of thing that was yeah. like that was the goal. So we, we were training for that. And the, but the thing with that kind of goal is everybody's body has like a natural potential. This is why you see, if you see a guy go to the gym for 10 years, not taking any kind of performance enhancing drugs, he doesn't just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and just gain five kilos every year. You may gain like five kilos of muscle the first year, then the second year you gain three, then the next year you gain one, then you gain half. Then it's like a quarter of a kilo of muscle every single year like it gets slower and slower and slower and slower and i got to the point where the the progress i could see from the weight training and the kind of visual body beach body type training i was doing was so slow 
that it wasn't fun anymore. So I was like, well, I'm kind of, I'm done. Like I'm happy visually with the way my body looks. So I need another challenge. So it's like, I've got to this level. I'm going to try and maintain the way my body looks now. I'm happy with that. And then I'm going to also add in the cardio fitness on top of that. So it's like adding, I always like to have something with my body to push towards. Whenever I don't have a goal to achieve, I just kind of aimlessly, I'll go into the gym, do a couple of exercises, play around on my phone for a bit, do some more exercises, just do these sort of aimless workouts which don't really achieve anything and then I leave and I just don't make any progress because I'm not clear on what my goals are. So it's all about having that extra thing to achieve for me, whether that is a cycle race or whether that is, now I'm doing a program called Eight Weeks to Seal Fit. Uh, I've just picked something which is specifically something which I'm not very good at, which is these kind of high intensity cardio based workouts to challenge me and to challenge my body just because that's what's that's what motivates me personally yeah i found the same the same kind of thing like at some point the the return was not worth the effort anymore so you changed tack yeah but definitely the way to go is figure out what you want most go after that first because you can't really change two of these markers at once so you can't really change you're not going to make a big impact on cardio and on your body composition. So how lean you are, how how much weight you've lost, how much muscle you've gained. And the, the, the last point I want to make on this is that building muscle or improving your body composition full stop. So that's getting leaner. It's burning fat and building muscle. Like improving that takes a while. That's quite a slow process. Building cardio fitness in comparison is quite a lot quicker in my experience, at least the first quite kind of base of fitness. Definitely. Maybe to get to a, like I elite athlete level is slow, I think. Yeah. Um, like it's definitely slowed down for me now. But you can get to a pretty good level of fitness, especially if you're lean, because then it's not that hard to run and stuff. Like as Ben was just saying as well, like it doesn't take that long. I think in 12 weeks or 24 weeks or half, half a year max, you could get ready for a marathon if you're already lean. It's not going to take you very long. And this is proven by science. This isn't just, this is also, I've proven it in my own life. But what did you find there? I did a half marathon and I did, went from being able to run like two miles and then I could be completely exhausted up to running 13 miles in 10 weeks. Yeah, so it doesn't take that long very, to very develop cardiovascular fit, fitness. Because it's, it's not a, it's, it's a body efficiency thing, isn't it? Rather than and what you're used to, rather than like, yeah. you're actually having to, process out fat and produce muscle cells especially if you've as, as we were talking about today like if you've done a lot of cardio or you've done a lot of low calorie dieting you've probably burnt a lot of muscle now your hormone levels have shifted you may be a little bit older it's going to take a little bit longer to build that muscle back it's, it's not not ever going to come back it's just going to take a bit longer so you've got to kind of you've got to give it time i think most people struggle with this one patience is definitely difficult the but it's completely with, um, possible isn't it yeah and the thing with cardio versus like muscle gains is like let's say you train for a half marathon in 10 weeks if you don't tend to take 10 weeks off cardio you'll lose all that fitness and go back to straight back to square one after that and your body will it will have it's got like this temporary fitness increase and then it will go back down to exactly the same level it was at before however if you spend a long period of time and you build a load of muscle um, you increase your strength you build muscle you boost your metabolism if you then take time off you're not going to slip back to where you were quite as quickly. So you, you, it becomes easier to maintain this kind of base level of fitness. And even if you do allow your muscles to, you know, you lose your muscle, you um, 
stop doing this kind of weights-based muscle gaining, metabolism boosting training for a while, it then comes back way, way quicker than you, it took to gain it in the first place. Yeah, this is why we always talk about the investing stuff, isn't it? So building yeah. muscles like investing, it's something that the more the more you do it, the longer you'll keep it for and the longer the effects will last. Whereas cardio is like renting. Um, if you're renting a flat or renting a house, every month you have to pay out for your flat or your house and you don't ever acquire anything. You don't ever acquire anything really more. And this is kind of how cardio works is you have to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it just to stay where you are. And... Therefore, like, it's fine if you want to be good at it. Like, I'm enjoying my cardio at the moment. I'm getting a little bit better. Um, but as I said, I think I would be a lot less happy if if I really didn't like how my body looked. This wouldn't be my priority. I'd go, I'll sort that out. Because I know if your body's not looking great, there's also probably a lot of things not functioning great on the inside. Hormones are not great, as Ben was discussing earlier. So I'd fix all of that first, and then you'll be so much faster and better at cardio. So you'll thank yourself and you'll go, oh, this is how running should feel. And people often are injuring themselves as well with a lot of this cardio, with the classes and with the hit stuff. If you're a bit overweight, if you've got a bit of excess fat or quite a lot of excess fat you're carrying, it's all going through your joints and it's really going to be beating your body up. So you want to get it off as a priority because trying to do all this heavy jumping around and burpees and box jumps or whatever you're doing, high knees with all this extra weight, it's just going to be wearing stuff out because you're not supposed to have all that extra stuff on there. So you've got to, you've really got to think of what is your priority, but I would highly recommend that you first get lean or not super, super lean, but to a point where you're happy. Yeah. So let's, let's wrap this up. I think we've got to the end of the, the cardio conversation. I think people probably get it. Yeah, um, but Ben, how, go on. I'd say um, if that's what you don't want to do, where you want to get to, the place you, that's a nice place to be in terms of your body and getting lean, staying lean, making everything much, much easier, is having a nice, decent, kind of solid base of muscle mass. Um, what that basically means is it gives you, all your muscle can store a certain amount of carbs. So it does this thing called muscle glycogen, um, where your muscles can store a certain amount of carbs. You have like this, you have this glycogen storage inside your liver and glycogen storage inside your muscles. So simple terms, that just means when you eat carbs, your body is able to store those carbs in your liver and in your muscles. The more muscle you have, the more carbs your body is able to store inside of those muscles. So if you get to a place where you have a nice solid base of these things, you can then eat, you know, you eat a, uh, a stack of pancakes, for example, your body can deal with those pancakes. It then takes all of those carbs, they float, they go into your bloodstream, and then it just stores them all into your muscles. It doesn't just put them all on as body fat. So if you can build up a nice solid base of muscle mass, your body is then able to deal with foods, the food that comes in, especially carbs, in a much better way without putting them on as body fat. So that's the first benefit of it. If you've also got that solid base of muscle mass, you've also just got that quicker metabolism. So you can then deal with more calories coming in. You can, you know, you go out to a event or something, you have a little bit too much off the buffet, um, you have a few alcoholic drinks. Your body is able to then just deal with those calories. It uses them rather than stores them as body fat. So the place you want to get to is to have that nice solid base of muscle mass, which means then your body kind of automatically burns more fat, it automatically deals with your food better, and it automatically stays leaner and more toned. And the way to get there is 
through weight training, which can be done at home, it can be done at the gym, whatever is your preference. But it's generally just lifting some heavy things, putting them down re repetitively over and over again, doing a number of different exercises. Um, you can find examples of this kind of stuff on trinitytransformation.co.uk. Um, but yeah, it's not rocket science, nothing complicated. It's not going to make you bulky. It's not going to make you manly, but it is going to really affect the way your body deals with food, the way your body, um, what your body does with the food that you put into it and how much fat you have on your body. Yeah, absolutely. To make that investment, invest in your, uh, in some muscle. And as Ben said, that's a good point. Actually, I think we should talk about before we close this out. Because definitely, I think people are worried they're going to look like a, a bulky bodybuilder or something. What would you say to that in a little bit more detail? Um, Why is that not going to happen, basically? It's basically, um, the reason women have less muscle than men is down to their hormones. Because women have less testosterone floating around in their bodies, um, they find it more difficult to build muscle. Testosterone is like the muscle-building hormone. It's the thing that that bodybuilders are injecting into themselves and taking in the form of steroids in order to get bigger and bulkier. So if, unless you're taking steroids as a woman, you're not going to get really, really big and bulky. You're gonna get a little bit more toned. This is like the, the absolute best case scenario is you get a little bit more toned, you get stronger, your body becomes firmer. Um, it, you get some nice sculpted curves. The nice thing about muscle is the places you, you'll gain muscle are gonna make your body look more sculpted so you're going to gain muscle you might gain muscle on the outside of your thighs have those nice kind of rounded thighs so you're not going to gain any muscle on your waist so your waist is going to get thinner um you're going to get a nice kind of round toned bum if that's what something that you want you're going to have nice lean toned arms for example um but you're not going to get big and bulky unless you're taking steroids yeah, even even the female bodybuilders I think a lot of people think oh they wouldn't be taking them but a lot of them are and apparently even a lot of the fitness models even some of the ones you see on Instagram, it's like apparently a big thing now. A lot of them are taking drugs, so you don't have to worry about it. You will see it coming. This is the other thing that I think I can understand why people worry about it, but it makes people who know laugh a little bit because it's like you're not just going to lift a weight and then wake up in the morning and be like, oh, crap, I've turned Arnold Schwarzenegger overnight with a, with a wig. This is not good. It's going to take ages. It's, even if you were did have high testosterone, it's probably going to take you 10 years to get <laughs> quite muscular. So I wouldn't worry about it. You're not going to wake up overnight and be like, oh no, what have I done? I've ruined everything. In reality, you'll probably wake up at one point and just be like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? How did I not know about this sooner? And we hear this a lot from our clients, or they, we hear them, they're making turnarounds to their progress. They've, they've been completely stuck in this cardio cycle, the vicious cycle for for months or years. And then this simple change can just completely accelerate their results again. So last but not least, Ben, where can they find more about this? I know you hinted at this before. If they want to start doing some workouts with weights, where are a couple of places they can find more? Well, I would suggest the best thing you can do would be to go to trinitytransformation.co.uk. You can sign up for the Trinity Lifestyle Plan there. And we're going to give you the full approach so you'll get the workouts to do which are going to help you to boost your metabolism build all that muscle we talked about the nutrition approach to match which is going to allow you to lose fat whilst you're toning up and building that muscle um and then you're also it's just going to be nice and programmed out all personalized for you um, that's nine pounds a month 
Alternatively, there are just, you can download a four-week free workout plan from trinitytransformation.co.uk, but yeah, head over to trinitytransformation.co.uk. There's plenty of resources there for you to implement everything we talked about today on the podcast. So that brings us to the end of today's Motivation Method podcast. But before you go, we have some important announcements. Piece one is if you're not currently subscribed on iTunes to the Motivation Method podcast, get yourself subscribed today. Number two, if you're not currently getting access to the daily motivation emails and action guides found at trinitytransformation.co.uk, head on over to trinitytransformation.co.uk and get that done today and we'll start sending those your way. The final piece of this is our Motivation Masterclass Challenges. If you're ready to finally unleash your inner motivation and willpower with a customized action plan and your own personal coach and the support of our Trinity tribe, head on over to trinitytransformation.co.uk today and sign up for our Motivation Masterclass and we'll get you started right away. And last but not least, if you're listening to this show and you're getting value from it, number one, do the things that we talk about here. And number two, you don't pay us to do this. So instead, all we ask of you is to simply share this show with one person who you think it could help today. So this is Rob Burkhead. And this is Ben Hughes. And this has been the Motivation Method Podcast. See you on the next one.